Good afternoon and welcome to the first installment of the Marcelo Martinez podcast brought to you by absolutely nobody because we are college students, but we are thankful to be using equipment provided by the Stony Brook Press. I'm Daniel Marcelo here with my good friend Wilco Martinez. Yeah, so we're going to hop in maybe some NBA here, get a little MLB action, free agency, talk about the NFL games coming up this Sunday. And we got one, got a pretty good matchup coming up Thursday night as well. But uh, let's start with the New York Knicks, uh, two very young teams, the Knicks playing the Hawks last night. The Knicks came out with a you know a pretty good 112-107 victory. Um, you know they seemed like they were cruising heading into the fourth quarter, but Atlanta started to come back a little bit. Tim Hardaway led the way again, 34 points on eight of 22 from the field, took 20 free throws, first Knicks to do that since uh, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, what are your thoughts about last night's victory for the Knicks, Wilco? You know, um, heading into the fourth quarter, the Knicks had a, a very controlled game. It seemed like they were just going to blow out the Hawks, which, to be fair, wouldn't be um, entirely, you know, like, out of reality, given that Atlanta is likely the worst team in the NBA right now. But uh, it really seemed like the Knicks tried to blow their lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, Nilakina fouled out, which was significant as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, but he did get the better of Trey Young in that duel. Well, yeah, Nilakina, uh, you know, he's still developing offensively, but you can see that, you know, he's very well capable of guarding guys like Trey Young and Noah Vonley and his canter, the double-double machines that they are. You had 11 and 13 for Vonley. He almost had his double-double in the first quarter. And Cantor just 17-11. Seems like every night these two are doing something to help out the Knicks. And they both come here in very different paths. You know, Vonley coming here is just a free agent. That was, uh, you know, sort of a bust of a draft pick, and Cantor came in the Carmelo trade. So, you know, you're getting a lot of good things out of your big men and points in the paint, which the Knicks, they didn't really get that last year. Definitely not. And, I mean, Cantor's coming off the bench, like you said. Uh, Fisdale starting Mitchell Robinson, who... A beast. I mean, he has definitely developed a lot faster than I thought he would after being... Uh, you know, drafted in the late first round? Like second early second early round, early. yeah, second round guy. Yeah, I mean, he skipped college, didn't go to Western Kentucky, so I thought that his development, he would be in a lot earlier stage. But now, I mean, he's out there, he's blocking shots, he's catching lobs, he's a good defensive presence. The kid's definitely a steal. He's, uh, he seems like he's going to project more to be like a DeAndre Jordan out there. But... I got to give a shout out to Alonzo Trier, the undrafted, unheralded rookie out of the U of A, uh, just doing unbelievable things. 16 points again last night. You know, the kid, it surprised me that the kid didn't even get drafted on, on, uh, on draft night. But, you know, the Knicks are just two steals here with Robinson and Alonzo Trier. 36 minutes, you know, he's, he's earning a starting role. And, you know, there's a lot of talent on this Knicks team. I, I will say that. They just... Uh, it's definitely going to be a process for them to actually become a contender, though. Yeah, and I mean, the thing with Trier, like you said, he went undrafted, and he's actually on a two-way contract right now, which is surprising, and it's only a matter of time until the Knicks uh, convert him to a regular contract. Obviously, yeah. they have to create roster space for that, but it should only be a matter of time. Well, and, it, and if you look at this, uh, you know, the, Porzingis obviously out of the lineup, and... Uh, Courtney Lee still injured. But if you look at the guys who didn't get any playing time lately, it's Ron Baker, Trey Burke, Lance Thomas. These are all guys from the old regime, the Phil Jackson, the Jeff Hornacek re regime. Now you're looking at these guys that they bring in now, they, you know, the 
Damian Dotson didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Now he's in, in here. He only had three points last night, but he had uh, double digits in six straight games. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're going to look to cut off some players from this team, you know, Mario Hazanja hasn't been, you know, anything exciting over the last few games. Last game, he really killed them in overtime. You know, he, he was just jacking up threes whenever he wanted to. But, you know, it's a process for them. It's a process. Um, and I had I had some my friends pretty idiotic trying to tell me that, yeah, we should just lose because we want because they were watching what Duke was doing the other night. They said, yeah, let's uh, let's just lose games for for R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson, which is great. But if you want to get KD or, you know, Jimmy Butler, or Kyrie Irving over here, you want to show that with these young guys that you're going to win, you know, that now that you're going to win 15 games. I agree with that. But on the flip side, I also think that a lot of the talent that the Knicks have right now is expendable. Um, Hazonia, like you said, Moutier even, although he gave them some good minutes last night, but they're not really pieces that you can build to in the long term. Moutier kills me, man. Every time Moutier goes up for a layup, whether he makes it or, or, or he doesn't, <laughs> he ends up like five feet out of bounds under the uh, on the baseline. And, you know, it's if you, that just leads to an easy, fast break for these guys. Um, and I remember watching, uh, give a shout-out to Nick's Film School on Twitter, that they showed that every time Moutier drives, he ends up on the ground. Um, I don't know how, but, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why Nick's fans didn't want him to play that much because the guy is sort of lackadaisical when he gets into, you know, those driving situations. I mean, it is important to, you know, remember he's still only 22 years old, but definitely, you know, you have a lot of talent coming up in the next few years, so he shouldn't be someone that the Knicks, you know, definitely hold on to. Talk about the Hawks a little bit. Spellman on the Hawks, 18 and 10 last night, coming out of nowhere. They're they're in a situation like the Knicks. They've got a bunch of young guys, you know, maybe more veterans than the Knicks do in terms of Jeremy Lin and the ancient uh, Vince Carter. But you know Trey Young. Trey Young scares me a little bit. I mean, he had he did have 15, eight assists and five boards yesterday. But you know he seems a little lackadaisical, like Moutier when it comes to just making his passes or, you know, trying to run this Hawks offense. Oh, uh, with with Trey Young, I definitely think that it's gonna take a few years until we see the best version of him. Yeah. Uh, he really struggles finishing around the rim right now, just because he's so. He's not so small. I mean, he's still like six feet, six foot yeah, six one, one. But you know, it, it's not gonna really. He should have stayed at Oklahoma for another year. But honestly, with what I the the Blue Devils, Duke Blue Devils have the top three picks in the draft right now. That's that's undeniable. So I don't even know if Trey Young's draft stock would even be in the top five right now. Compared, I know it's only one game we've seen from Duke, but Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett just. They look like kids that could have just gone straight to the NBA out of high school. They do, and uh, the Knicks GM, Scott Perry, he was actually at the Champions Classic watching Duke and Kentucky. Did you, did you see how high tickets were going for that game? No, how much? Oh, uh, Like almost $8,000 for some seats. Like Joel Embiid had courtside yeah, court seats side. on the – I think it was like in the corner, one of the corners, but $8,000 for college basketball. And they were showing, like, Duke-UNC games this year, like, almost in the same range, which is incredible. And meanwhile, these college kids don't even get a dime of that. But that's to be expected. I mean, Zion, he's must-watch TV this year. Regardless of how you feel about him going to the NBA, I think that he's a surefire top-two pick. 
um, you know, if he develops a jump shot, it's over for everyone. He can just get past everyone, just blow past them and dunk it. He's got some vision as well. So, you know, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, he, he reminds me of watching LeBron in high school, like that this guy was hands like far beyond just any any talent that was, he was playing against, like a man amongst boys out there. Um, you know, have you, uh, have you been looking at the uh, – MVP and Cy Young voting. Have you been taking a look at that a little bit? Not that much, but let me know what's going on. Well, here, here's what's going on. There's there's a lot of people complaining about J.D. Martinez not making it to the top three. What's the top three? Mike Trout, Jose Ramirez, and Mookie Betts, which all three of them having you know, career MVP years like you expect them to be doing. And a lot of people complaining that J.D. Martinez, you know, he wasn't in the top three. Definitely going to be a guy who finishes fourth. But a lot of people not happy that he was snubbed, which is understandable. The guy hit three, I think it was like 330, 330 with 43 home runs, 130 RBIs. Great year. But again, you're comparing it to Betts, who's a gold glove candidate. Mike Trout does everything well. And Jose Ramirez is a great all-around player as well. The guy had a 30-30 season. So, you know, I think there was a little too much complaining going on there in terms of you know, because Martinez is just a DH basically this year. Who are you taking then? I would, I would go with Mike Trout. I think I think anytime Mike Trout's doing Mike Trout things, you can't you can't top him. The guy gets on base more than anybody. He, he's gonna hit. A, he's guaranteed thirty home runs. The guy's a 25, 30 stolen base guy. Undoubtedly the best player in baseball. Um, you know, Mookie Betts had a better year, and he's probably going to get it just because he was on a winning team because the Angels do absolutely nothing with him. But, you know, that's that's kind of what you're going to expect. And um, move over to the National League. talk about that Cy Young race with, you know, Jacob deGrom hopefully taking a, taking home the Cy Young for the New York Mets. Only, only 10 wins, though. Only 10 wins on a very bad team. And you look at a lot of these guys on social media thinking – wins are the end-all be-all to a Cy Young winner but but I think that in order you know to win awards in order to win anything no matter the sport you have to have a decent record on your side but he the 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 problem with that is I just feel like he shouldn't get penalized for having to play with you know Jay Bruce this season and Adrian Gonzalez meanwhile you know Christian Yelich was playing with Jesus Aguilar and Lorenzo Cain like that was a playoff team you know, and DeGrom honestly should have a chance at the MVP. But, but you know, I mean, there's a possibility or just, you know, some people think he's putting up empty stats. He's not leading his team to anything right now. I know. And that, those are those are like the guys, the writers who are like out in <laughs> California who aren't watching any anything that the Mets do. Like, because no one goes out. The Mets were out of the playoff contention in August, September. No one goes out there thinking, oh, yeah, I don't care. Let me give up four runs because all these guys are playing for jobs next year. That's what they're going, that's what they're going for. Uh, let's transition. We'll go into a little more campus, campus-wise stuff right now. Uh, did you uh, handle your classes for uh, next semester yet? Did you take care of that yet? I'm handling it. Right now, I got my enrollment appointment starting tomorrow, 2 p.m., I think it is. So, you know, I'm taking care of that right now. Yeah, I got I got it in uh, less than two hours. Two o'clock is mine. And, you know, it it amazes me that if you look at the journalism classes, literally the only class that we have here that's literally at 
like before 10 a.m. is Pablo's class, that 320 class. I mean, there's beat reporting too. 3.30, Yeah, but I'm, that's yeah. like, oh, like yeah. 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm, I'm oh, no, for me, for me, it's 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m. with Sandra Petty. Never, but I had Clorfeld, so. I'll tell you who took care of business, though, at Stony Brook, and what? that was our men's basketball team away at George Washington. Oh, yeah. That was, winning that in was overtime. Game. Yeah. 77 to 74 was the final score. You see what the you see how that game started? Started uh, with a 22 22 to nothing. And that is that is that is an incredible comeback from. Uh, should be interesting to follow our basketball team this year. I don't really give us a lot of chances, but anything is possible. I mean, I, I like I like Jeff Bowles, former uh, Ohio State guy. Great coach. He's good. Um, any any time, any time you can come back from a twenty-two because that was their first game of the season, right? Yeah, twenty-two nothing in your first game. You, you're thinking, wow, this is going to be a long season. Then you come back and you do something as incredible as that. They, they were down what, like four with like ten seconds ago. They or were something down, like that, right? I want to say they were down four, and then that's, that's they got overtime on a tip-in in the last play of the game. And you know they play South Carolina away this Friday. Uh, South Carolina's got a decent team. I think they've got one NBA draft prospect in AJ Lawson, so yeah, it's a decent it's, test uh, for us. That's that's definitely going to be a tough test. You're playing anytime you play any of those schools that you actually know who they are. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna run into a little bit of trouble there. And our first home game is on November 21st against Malloy, 6 p.m. I think it is. So hopefully one of us will go, and maybe we'll talk about it a bit on here. Yeah, one of us. <laughs> one of us will go. One of us will go. One of us. Um, I know uh, we got st- we got Stony Brook football taking on Delaware this weekend, right? I, I think, think so. I think that's... Uh, and uh, we've actually got a decent football team. I feel yeah. like a lot of people overlook that. Well, just... it's, it's, it's Long Island, and you know, you got the lacrosse program doing what they did yeah. the last couple of years. Honestly, no one really cares about football. Even if there was an actual football team here, no one... And they should, because it's, it's a good product they're putting out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, lacrosse is just, you know, sort of blown everywhere else. Because baseball was the same way a couple of years ago. They they went to the College World Series, and they've sort of been put on the back burner because, uh, because of everything women's lacrosse has done. And rightfully so. They've got, like, the LeBron James of <laughs> uh, women's lacrosse and Kylie Olmiller on that team. But, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a good game. Delaware is... Uh, Delaware is actually one of the schools I was gonna head to if it wasn't here. Which what that was that ones? was the number one. Delaware was the number one. Oh uh, no, for me number one was Syracuse. Syracuse. I I got into Syracuse. Syracuse. But yeah, it was too expensive. Your ass went to Syracuse. You should have gone to fucking Syracuse. I mean, I could have cut that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then uh, football team plays Albany next week as well. So they still got games. I thought they were. No, I think I thought uh, this was their last one. We got one on the 17th against Albany, and that's the last one. That's the last one against Albany. Should be interesting. I know there's a that's, bunch of people that's, here. That's definitely a rivalry. It is, but really should not be, you know, a rivalry. Should not be, but yeah, it should be a should be a nice win to finish off their season. All right, let's move into talk about a little politics now. You know, for the people out there who are actually listening to this, who are still celebrating their election days, for if you're a Democrat or even if you're a Republican, you still have a lot to celebrate about considering uh, 
you know, they built up their uh, amount of seats they have in the Senate. But uh, I know you, I know Woko, you want to you had a lot, little bit to say on what happened over the last uh, last couple last of couple days. Of days. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, it wasn't exactly a blue wave like some people predicted, but there were definitely some big wins. Let's start with New York. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She won the 14th congressional congressional district. That, that was a that youngest was a woman ever elected. Did you see that coming? Uh, well, once she defeated, what was his name, Crowley? Or I think so. Once, yeah, once she defeated him, uh, it's sort of a shoe in especially when you're in that part of New York. You know, it's, it's an easy, easy, uh, easy one for her. Um, but it's going to be interesting. She's, uh, she's like a young Hispanic uh, Bernie Sanders. It might even be a better version of, her, of, her, of him. So um, what, uh, what else happened in New York? Peter King. Peter King won narrowly. Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots of people who say that Luba, Gretchen, Shirley, that this is actually a win for her just because she actually touched Peter King. And like, you know what I mean? But pause. yeah, um, Wait, let's cut that out. Hold up. Let's I don't just, don't cut that out. Um, yeah, but, you know, I think in a way it's like a moral victory. Um, Peter King had been winning by what? 20 points for the past 20 years, more or less. But he's still in the seat. So. And he's got Trump's backing, so yeah, it's a I big mean, moral victory. Yeah, but he's really, a, he's an old white dude. He's got he's a, he's always got Trump's Trump's uh, Trump's got his ass. Um, but he, speaking of just having a huge impact just by being close, you know, uh, Beto O'Rourke in, in yeah. Texas, you know, coming very very close to taking uh, taking Ted Cruz's seat in the Senate, which. You know, it's a disappointment, but again, you were you're shooting a half court shot trying to win, trying to be a Democrat and winning in uh, in Texas. In Texas, but he did a, he did an incredible job, and that that only is just going to open up a chance for him because I think he's going to give it a chance to run for president in, in 2020. 2020. I think so too. Because um, he doesn't he doesn't have to do anything now, really. He didn't win the Senate, so he can just prepare for. Yeah, that. and I mean, he's got massive support now, not just in Texas, but it's everywhere around the nation, and. It's going to be tough because I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden throws his name in that hat. You think so? Uh, throws his name in the hat, yeah. That, I mean, there's other people as well. Michael Bloomberg, yeah. he's going to... I think it, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of names that we have heard of and a lot of big names come out for, yeah. for this Democratic race. You want you want The Rock to run for president? I, I do not. You do not? I do not want another celebrity in the White House. Why Oprah, not? Oprah, I love you. Stay the hell out of this. Uh, you know, we just... Oprah, Oprah's a genius, and, you know, she's a very kind person. Same thing with The Rock, but just, you know, I just let, let's let's figure out what the hell's going on here before we go out and get another celebrity. All right. I mean, I would vote for The Rock, but thankfully for everyone, I'm not American, so. Oh. Well, can't you, can't you, uh, can't you register, though, if you, I oh, once register. you get citizenship. Once I get right? citizenship, yeah. I can register. I don't think I'm well, going to I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to stay here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. graduate, so. I'm, uh, I'm open to possibilities. Uh, I don't know, Spain, Spain looks a lot better than, than what we're doing right looks now. Looks all right. I mean, time will tell, you know. But, uh. If there's anyone listening to this and they want to, you know, give me a job offer to stay here. <laughs> You, you definitely could, can. Can't you just uh, don't cut that out? Can't you can't you get married and then uh, you're legal legal citizen once you get married, right? I mean, I could, but isn't that that that? that oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm single right now. Yeah, he, so what goes on Tinder too? So I'm I'm not on Tinder. He's also on uh, Bumble too. 
Oh, yeah, I see Bumble fucking, like, plastered everywhere on campus now, which is a bit annoying. Yeah, um, but now, if I had to to take a vote, I would... It would be tough for me, because Biden's... I think he's pushing, like, 80. He's, like, 77 right now, I want to say. I definitely don't think that's the best Uh, situation to be in. But he's definitely... It's not going to be hard for him to get support, so... It isn't, and I mean, just... I mean, even with the younger voters, just because he's so associated with Obama now, that's going to be a big factor as well. That's, I think that's going to hurt him with the. I don't even know if that would hurt him with the Republicans because, I mean, you know, he was he was close with McCain. Uh, yeah, it's hard to find someone in that in the House of Representatives or the Senate that wasn't a fan of this guy. But you know, how people, you know, how the Republicans are. They'll sort of back you, and then they'll sort of just support the the whatever trump says you know um speaking of trump and what he said um you saw what happened with jim acosta Nah, i saw he fired uh kate mckinnon and jeff Se- jeff sessions, jeff sessions yeah, yeah got fired uh who's the new attorney general now whitaker or something like that another white guy i want to think so another yeah i mean probably. we'll see how that plays out with the whole russia investigation but we're not experts on this so nah i'm not really expert on anything um so jack just, of all trades. I, I'm average, average at everything. That's average that's a good everything. motto. It's a good motto to live by. Average at everything. We could name the podcast that. <laughs> average at anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with Trump and Jim Acosta, you know, big, well, not big, but important CNN reporter, got denied uh, media credentials to the White House after having a little spat with Trump when he was at the podium yesterday. You know, I think it's interesting. That, well, that's that's just that's just like a broken relationship for it the is. last two years, really. It's like a bad relationship, them two. It is. Um, some people say that it threatens freedom of the press, but and I mean, of course it does, but it's nothing that we haven't already seen yeah. since he was elected in 2016. Yeah, he's. Oh, who knows? This is going to be an interesting next two years because now he's got the you know the House representatives are going to be on him. And even inside of that, who knows if the Democrats want Nancy Pelosi to continue to be Speaker of the House. Do you want her to continue? Uh, I mean, I, I personally would keep her. I don't. I, I, I can see why some of these younger Democrats want her out. I can see why, but I think she gets a lot of hate at the same time. She, she does gather a lot of hate. It will be very interesting for the next State of the Union to see Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi, you know, how they have to sit right behind her. But right behind uh, President Trump, you know that's uh, it's like sort of, that's sort of when Biden and Paul Ryan were sitting behind him. Yeah. When Obama <laughs> was speaking, like you, that just didn't look right. You know, one on one basketball, Mike Pence, Nancy <laughs> Pelosi, Pelosi. Who are you taking? Nah, you can't. He can't, his wife's got to be there though. He oh, can't. He okay. can't be with another woman if his wife if his <laughs> wife is not there. Um, but yeah, this is it's gonna be interesting. Um, you know you. You can't really chalk this up as an amazing win for the Democrats. You sort of call it, you, you can say it's progress. It's, a pro, it's progress. You know, like I said before with basketball, it's all a process and what they're trying to do. You got to trust the process. Trust, trust the process, man. That's it's really what it, it's really what it is. Um, let's uh, go in, want to go into a couple NFL games that we got. Let's do it. Going on. This uh, this upcoming weekend, I think we got a good one tonight, which is very rare that Thursday night football will give you uh, a good game tonight. We got the Panthers, the Steelers. Panthers, Steelers. No, let's do a little over unders here. Uh, you want to do over unders? We want to do the spread. Let's do over unders. All right, so you start. 
three and a half. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Explain. Against Carolina. I'll take. I, th- I think. I think I'll take the. I'll take the under. I think Carolina. I think Carolina was gonna either win or just come. Uh, what is Carolina's record, by the way? I know they. I thought they were they having a bit of a down year. Oh, they're six and two. Six and two. So, yeah, I'm gonna take. I'll take Carolina. I'll take the. You take the under. I'll take. The, did I even predict that right? You you took the under. I took the under. I'm gonna take the over, but like. I'll take the. <laughs> I don't because it is Pittsburgh at home and. Uh, but Cam Newton is going to lead his team into Pittsburgh, and I, I think Carolina. I think Carolina is going to going to win. So I'm going to. You think take, they're going to win? It'd be the first win take the over. since uh, 1996 for them yeah, against so the Steelers. It's going to change. So it's going to change. Six and two. I, I think it's going to change. I think so too. Right. I put. I am going. I'm going with the right move here. Take the take the over. Tomorrow, let's see what we got on deck. Uh, we got the Redskins, the Buccaneers. Redskins, Buccaneers. The Redskins, uh, they're down a couple starters, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay minus three and a half, uh, minus three actually. Uh, now nah, I'm gonna take. I'll t- I'll take Tampa Bay. I'll take Tampa Bay. Yeah. F- Fitz Magic is still playing, right? Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he is. I don't know why they ever thought putting James Winston back in was a good idea. I mean, you think he's gonna fizzle out of the league? Fitzpatrick? No, nah, Winston. No, I think he's going to find somewhere else to play. There's going to be a team that's going to take a flyer on him. I don't know. He's got big attitude questions as well. So, so, do, so does half the players in this in the NFL. NFL like yeah, Le'Veon, yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, I, they, I thought he was going to come back this week. You saw his tweets yesterday? Upside once, down. Once I saw he was tweeting upside down, and that's just... Kind of. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. How much more attention <laughs> do you need? Uh, let's see. Detroit versus Chicago. Chicago minus six and a half. Uh, take Chicago. Uh, Chicago with the over. What's Detroit right now? Bad. 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 How bad? Like uh, three and five, but no, they. I'm taking Chicago. Take the Chicago. Take Chicago. I mean, I'm sorry to all my friends from Detroit. Well, like one friend from Your Detroit. Friends from Detroit. I mean, like one one person across the country. <laughs> yeah. Um, New Orleans against Cincinnati. Uh, New Orleans, you're gonna take that. It said the minus five and a half New Orleans. Yeah, I got New Orleans. They're seven and one right now. It's hard to look past yeah, them. Yeah, Cincinnati's not bad either, but Drew Brees is having a Drew Brees type year. And give a shout out to my fantasy team for Will Lutz, the kicker for the Saints, okay. carrying <laughs> me the last couple weeks. Um, let's see, Atlanta versus Cleveland. Don't even need to think about that one. Give me Atlanta. Yep. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, two, three, and five teams. This is a big. This, this is, is a big. Interesting, yeah. This is a big game. Uh, they're both must-win games. If either of these teams want to have a chance to make the playoffs, you got to give me. I'm taking. I'm taking Indianapolis here. I'm gonna. I am. I'm surprise not. I'm people. not taking Indianapolis. I'm taking the the Jaguars. Give, a sh- uh, give another shout out to Chuck Hammer. <laughs> Indian big Indianapolis Colts fan. Yeah. I think uh, then they'll take that one. Uh, Arizona, well. Arizona, Kansas City. Listen, to this one minus sixteen and a half for Kansas City. Uh, Pat Mahomes is just having a breakout year. I think this is another easy one. Kansas City against Arizona. Yeah, uh, nothing take else Kansas to add City, there, yeah. really. I mean, 
Uh, local one, Buffalo against the Jets. I feel bad for the two broadcasters who have to do this game. <laughs> I That is just... It's like, what, might as well watch a hockey game. That's my, my the same amount of scoring in that one. But Jets minus six and a half. Darnold is not playing this week. Uh, Josh McCown is going to take his place. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also Buffalo's got Nate Peterman starting. So anytime that happens, I think you got to take the team they're playing. So uh, I'm going to go with the Jets here. Hopefully they... I'm actually going to go with the Bills. Bills, you know, you I'm, think I'm Nathan actually, Peterman's gonna win a football game? I'm actually, game. I'm actually gonna go with the Bills. I'm gonna Nate, risk it. You think Nate Peterman's gonna win a football game? Yeah, I, I'm gonna put my trust in him for this week. Nate Peter, oh, <laughs> oof. we'll see. We'll check Nate back in. Pe- we'll check back in next week. That scares me. Nate it scares you. Have you <laughs> have you looked at Nate Peterman's stats? Listen, yeah, I think he had a zero quarterback rating last week. Let me just. I'm gonna pull these up because you seem you're better off getting like Doug Flutie to come out of retirement to play for the Bills this weekend instead of Nate Peterman, because the only reason he's playing is because two quarterbacks. What rating did you say he got last week? I think he had a zero quarterback rating. Nah, that was nah, that was against uh, two weeks ago. Nah, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, he had a 45 rating. Last week against this, Chicago, which is yeah, not, I mean I, I feel it's, bad. It's for, not great either. I feel bad for the kid, but because you know, he obviously is trying, but it's 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 brutal watching I mean, this man. You got to do more than try at some point. You, and it sucks because two of their their two quarterbacks ahead of him on the depth chart are both injured. So that's just you know that's and Buffalo wasn't going anywhere anyway, even if they kept Tyrod Taylor. Let's go and look at New England against Tennessee. I got New England. Yeah, you had to take New England there. Um, the Chargers against the John Gruden-led Oakland Raiders. Uh, Tough season for Oakland, uh, but but I mean they're gearing up for the move to Vegas. So what, 2020, yeah. I got I, I think it's Chargers here. I don't think there's really any debate. I think so too. There, Miami against Green Bay. I can't believe Green Bay is three, four, and one, and Miami's five and four. But um, it's Brock Osweiler against Aaron Rodgers, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to continue to do what he does. He's only throwing one interception this year, which is absolutely incredible for him. I think Future it's Hall yeah. Team. I mean, it's hard to look past the Packers when you've got Rodgers playing like that. Yeah. I have them too. Got uh, another West Coast game going on here: Seattle at the L.A. Rams. Uh, Rams suffered their first loss at the hands of the Saints last week, but I think the Rams are going to bounce back and take down. They should. Russell Wilson led the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Dallas versus Philly in an NFC matchup, NFC East matchup. Philadelphia, easy money there. Definitely. And Monday Night Football game is going to be the Giants against San Francisco 49ers. Uh, what time is it? It's an 8-15 start, but I recommend that if you're a football <laughs> fan and you want to watch something else, maybe any other sport really, you, you don't watch this game. Just two very dreadful teams, very two very bad teams taking on each other. But uh, I'm going to, surprisingly, I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I am going to take the Giants picking up their second win of the season. No, I'm not. That's I'm a not. very, very. I'm taking San Francisco. Well, the 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 rookie, I don't know, the new quarterback Nick Mullins, like sixteen to twenty-two. 
three touchdowns. So you you know you had a good week last week, but I I don't know. These are just two very bad teams. Meanwhile, these games don't even don't even matter. Honestly, these are just draft pick games. No, nah, um, but I mean, I think I think Mullins is definitely gonna have a big game. Um, you know, he's actually having a fairly historic season. I want to say. He's one of the only three quarterbacks since 1950 to throw for 250-plus yards. Damn, bringing out bring a stat man here. I'm bringing out the stats. We don't, we don't have a statistician, so just a stat. I mean. Kind of through the stats here. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – who, who, who do you think is uh, going to be our Super Bowl champion? Uh, pretty pretty, uh, pretty much a mid-season, mid-season pick here. I think, well, first of all, Regardless of what I say here, it's far too early. <laughs> far too, far too early. Um, I find it hard to look past the Patriots. I really find it hard to do that. I, I am gonna go with the New Orleans Saints, Super Bowl champions. I don't know. I have a hard time. New Orleans I have Saints. a hard time seeing that. I, I think. That's, and I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm right. New Orleans Saints. I think Drew Brees has still got another Super Bowl run left in him. I really like this Saints team that they got. They beat the Rams, who I thought were, you know, the Rams are still going to probably make a deep playoff run. But uh, I think I think that's uh, that's a team you got to look at here. And we have a uh, thing. We got a new sort of breaking news at this time. Rays and Mariners complete a trade. They acquire catcher Mike Zanino, Guillermo Heredia, and a left-handed pitcher, minor leaguer Michael Plasmeyer for Malik Smith and Drake. Jake Fraley from uh, from uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Interesting trade here, to say the least. Uh, Malik Smith had a good season last year. Uh, I know, Wilco, I don't think you've looked at this one yet. But, I have not. But uh, Zanino, power-hitting catcher, 25 bombs last year. I think 25. I could be wrong. But looks like we got a little technical difficulties going on here with yeah. Wilco's mic. You know, we got to give a shout-out to our producer, Megan, who's been – big help here and setting hey. up yeah uh she had one job and she just did that one job <laughs> yep um i mean so far yeah just forgot i had half a bacon egg and cheese left here give us a review of that shout out to lake grove deli by the way lake grove deli just take a stony brook road all the way out we got to do seaport deli at some point seaport takes years off your life very good but years off of your life um, now let's get a wrap up here. A shout out Stony Brook Baseball Club. Uh, how the how the fuck are we gonna edit that? Don't edit. Don't edit, don't that. edit that. Don't edit right. that. We if, We're just if, if anyone don't edit stuff. that. If yeah. anyone if anyone wants to join the Stony Brook Baseball Club, this this whole podcast is just one long ad for, for everything that we do on campus. That's all it is. One long ad for everything. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it up here. Uh, let you guys both go to class. I gotta do absolutely nothing till two thirty. What class you got at two thirty? Uh, it's a history class. Uh, oh, that's tough. I really don't like the history class. Nah, I, I like I, one. I like war. Uh, so you like war. I like war. So uh, that's what this class is on, right? But uh, first podcast, you know, done. I would yeah. say done, successful. You, um, know, you guys gotta let us know what you we think gotta, in the maybe maybe next section. week we'll, maybe next week we'll bring in uh we'll bring in chuck hammer we maybe could we'll get him we in could, here yeah. i know he said he said he was interested in uh yeah we'll definitely come being have a guest some guests with us. we'll get some guests um 
you know, we'll try to get a guest every week. I have no idea when our next one is going to be, but uh, yeah, Wilco, you got any social media you want to get out there before we uh, we close out here? No, nah, I don't trust anyone listening to this in my yeah, social yeah, media. Stay, so. I don't. I don't have any social media, so stay away from but, me. Um, yeah, you guys can no follow know. follow Stony Brook uh, Baseball Club on Instagram and get, follow the press as well. Whatever. Whatever um, account that is. I do not endorse that message. No, I'm but, kidding. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, you can follow them too. Follow the baseball club. Yes, yeah, let me... Right, first successful podcast, I guess. So and uh, share this podcast with everyone you know because, of course, it's like a great podcast. Yep. Uh, we'll try to... We'll try to get a second one going... Uh, next week. Next week, maybe. We're doing, we're uh, doing Thursdays? Are we doing... Th- uh, we'll do Thursdays. We it doesn't could. matter to me. Um... Megan's gonna have a lot of fun editing this fucking of thing. Of course. Um, Make sure to add. Some, Actually, yeah. Some music. Uh, let's keep out those curses. I don't know if my parents are gonna listen. So. Your parents uh, are gonna listen. I, I don't know. I don't know. They're very supportive. I mean, if my parents listen, they're not gonna understand most of this. So yeah. I should be good. What they but, don't? They don't know English. I mean, my dad knows a bit of English. My mom, like, you know, she can get around. I mean, that that sounded kind of weird. Just edit that. She can get around. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Pause. Um. All right. So. Okay. You wanna you wanna close out or you want me to? I'll close out. Close out. All right. Yeah. You did the intro. I'll close it out. Thank you everyone for listening to the first edition of the Marcelo Martinez podcast here presented by the press. Um. Make sure to leave a comment and we have a comment section going on, which I'm not sure we are. I don't know yet. All right. If if we have a comment section going on, make sure to leave a comment. Um, share this with everyone that you know and we'll be back next week for more alright for Wilco this is Daniel Marcillo make sure to keep your eye on the ball ladies and gentlemen